This anointed teaching by Apostle Theo Volmerans comes to you from Christian Family Church International. Hi, family. So glad we can be together again. Looking forward to the day that I can come to South Africa and be there in person. But until now, thank God for this medium of being able to communicate. My message is titled, Above All, Taking Our Shield of Faith. This message is to help us step out and use our faith, understand the benefits, and make a difference in our lives. So, above all, taking the shield of faith. To talk about our faults, to talk about our mistakes, to talk about our weaknesses, our sicknesses, a lack of finances, all that glorifies the devil. I know there's a trend today among preachers to talk about all these things, to try and relate to the congregation. And unfortunately, the congregation then gets the same idea that this is what we should be talking about, our faults, mistakes, weaknesses, sicknesses, lack of finances, But all that talk glorifies Satan because Satan is the one that causes those things in our lives. So we're just testifying of what the devil's doing. It gives him dominion over our lives. Not only does it glorify him, but it gives him dominion. It gives him authority over our lives. This will fill our hearts with fear, talking like that will rob us of God's wisdom. People who talk like that don't realize that they are saying that God is a failure. Because they are saying the following scriptures are not true. For example, 1 Peter 2.24, by his stripes you were healed. When they testify of all their sicknesses, they are saying that by his stripes you are healed isn't really true in my life doesn't work for me. You see, talking like that, talking about a lack of finances and all that, they're saying that Philippians 4.19 is not true. My God shall supply all your need according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. They're saying that that scripture is not true because they're talking about the lack of finances. God says, I meet all your needs according to my riches and glory. And they're saying, I have plenty of problems, financial problems. In other words, they're saying God's Word doesn't account for anything. It's not really true. So those who make these negative confessions drop their shield of faith. When they make those negative confessions, you see that? They drop their shield of faith. If we sin and ask God to forgive us, He will. 1 John 1 9 says, if I confess my sins, in other words, if I acknowledge that I made a mistake, God is faithful and just to forgive me for my sins and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. So, I acknowledge my sin and God forgives me. You see, Christ has paid on the cross for every sin that, I, that shall ever be committed, past, present, and future. The last person that ever sins on the planet, that sin has already been paid for. 
It's in the bank of forgiveness. All we have to do is acknowledge our sin and make a withdrawal, a forgiveness withdrawal from that bank. So we're not begging God to forgive us. He already has. We say, Father, I acknowledge my sin. I receive my forgiveness. Thank you. And the only time we're going to talk about our mistakes and faults is if we're going to talk about it to explain a solution. All right? So I can tell you about a mistake I made because I want to tell you how I solved the problem to help you if you face a challenge like that. Then there's a purpose behind it. Otherwise, to talk about our, negative, our, our problems all day long is not good, not good at all. In the middle of your worst storm in your life, when there seems to be no way out of your problem, we need to lift up our shield of faith, which will stop every attack of the devil. Not maybe, sometimes, 99%, but 100% of the time, your shield of faith will quench every fire dart of the devil. According to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 16, the Bible says, above all, that means this is the most important thing in our armor, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Say that, my shield of faith will quench every attack of the devil. So how do we do this? How do we use our shield of faith? It's simple. Number one, meditate on a chosen verse. Meditate on a chosen verse. What I mean by that is find a promise that promises to solve your problem. Meditate on that promise. If it's financial, I always go to Philippians 4.19. My God shall supply all my need. I meditate on that verse quite a lot every week. So, uh, find the Scripture that promises to solve your problem. Meditate on it. And when you sense faith has risen, speak it out to the problem. So I declare in the name of Jesus, I have the finances for this situation, whatever that situation is in your life. I have the finances for it because God meets all my need according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. By doing that, you stop the attack of the devil. All right, the Bible said in Psalm 107 and verse 20, God sent His Word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. What's this talking about? It says God sent His Word to bring us healing, and He sent His Word to deliver us from all of our problems. So then, if that is why God sent His Word, if God sent His Word to bring us healing, and to bring us deliverance, and to meet our needs, then I need to find a scripture that meets my particular need and meditate on it and speak it because that's the solution to my challenge. 
God sent his word to solve my problem. And that is exactly what God said to Joshua. Remember, Joshua took over from Moses. A huge challenge. Imagine Moses is going to die now, and God comes to you and he says, okay, I want you to take over Moses' job. I want you to continue on parting the Red Seas, <laughs> calling fire down from heaven, sending plagues down on the earth. That's your job now. <laughs> that's, that's a huge challenge. And God said that to Joshua. Okay, God, uh, Joshua, you're going to have to carry on now where Moses left off. And I can guess that Joshua's jaw, jaw dropped open, his mouth had dropped open, and God says, hey, don't worry, I'm going to give you the formula. Okay, here it is. Joshua 1.8. This book of the law, or this word, the word of God, shall not depart from your mouth. Joshua, you're going to have to speak my word. That's exactly what we're talking about, isn't it? That's how you use your shield of faith. You meditate in the word and you speak it. All right. You're going to have to... Uh, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Speak it. But you shall meditate in it day and night. All right? So I want you to meditate in it, get it in your heart day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that's written in it. If you'll meditate in the Word, you will obey the Word. Joshua, if you'll meditate in my Word, you'll obey the Word. In other words, if I'm not obeying the Word... It's because I'm not meditating in the Word. Because the solution to obedience is meditation. Or the answer to obedience is meditation. If we will meditate in the Scriptures, we will automatically be obedient to the Scriptures. For the strength to obey is in the Word. The strength to obey is in the Word. The strength to overcome is in the Word. The strength to be victorious is in the Word. The strength to have faith is in the Word. So, Joshua, observe my Word. Meditate on it so that you will obey it. Then, if you meditate on it and obey it, you will make your way prosperous. You will make your way prosperous. Joshua, I'm not going to prosper you. I'm not going to give you success. I'm giving you the principle or the formula. You make your own way prosperous by just following my formula. All right? So how much success you want, Joshua, that's up to you. But here's the principle. All right? Meditate my word, obey it, and you will be prosperous. Prosperous. That means you'll have every need met. And then you'll have good success. So you'll have prosperity and success. Now, most people want prosperity and success. And most people will complain about not having it. And yet God's given us the principle. I sent my word to deliver you, heal you, and prosper you. All right. So let's confess this. Say this together. Let's say I don't know how to get out of my problem. I just can't see the open door to escape my challenge. I'm confused about all the options. I just don't know which way to go. My problem is so complicated. I'm in a mess now. 
What do I do? All right, say this with me. I believe, I understand God's plan to overcome this challenge. Got it? Say it again. I believe, I understand God's plan to overcome this challenge. Now, if we all say that every day a few times, you'll find wisdom will come. Knowledge will come. And pretty soon, you start moving in the right direction, and you walk right out of those circumstances. Now, here are some scriptures that you can use to build your faith, to help you make that right confession. All right, talking about wisdom and direction. Romans 8:27. We who search our hearts by praying in the Spirit know what the mind of the Holy Spirit is, because He, the Holy Spirit, intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. Now, if you're looking in your Bible or any translation and you read it, you're not going to hear or see what I've just read, because that's the Apostle Theo translation. And I took about, or I took several months studying that one verse uh, from the Greek to come up with that. And it's in my book on how to recognize the voice of God and also how to pray. So I encourage you to get those books, find that portion where I teach on this, and it'll make all the sense in the world to you. All right, so that's Romans 8, 27. Let's look at that again up on the screen. We who search our hearts, how by praying in the Spirit? When I pray in tongues, my Spirit is searching out from the Holy Spirit in me for God's wisdom. It says, when we pray in tongues, we know what the mind of the Holy Spirit is. So when I pray in tongues and listen and say, I understand what God wants me to do. Pray in tongues. I understand what God wants me to do. Pray in tongues. I understand what God wants me to do. Pray in tongues, and then I understand what God wants me to do. I say that for so often. When I do that, I know what the mind of the Holy Spirit is. Why? Because He, the Holy Spirit, intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. You see, the Holy Ghost is praying God's plan for your life. He's praying God's protection for your life. He's praying God's provision for your life and for your children. So when you pray that way, not only does He bring God's plan to pass, which is always blessing, but at the same time, He's revealing to you what that plan is. And so when you press in and say, I believe I know what God's plan is and pray in the Spirit, you're tuning in like those old TV sets when they tuned in the antenna on the top there, the aerial on the top of the TV to get a better picture. You're tuning in by saying that. And here are some other scriptures to confirm it, 2 Corinthians 2.14. Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ. This scripture tells us that God guides you to victory every time. Triumph means victory. God will always guide you into victory. There'll never be, God will never guide you into problems. He'll never guide you into things that hurt you or steal from you. God will never bring lack about in your life. John 16, 13. However, 
when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. And he will tell you things to come. So the Holy Spirit was sent by God to guide us into truth, all right, which is very important because there's so many lies going on today, especially in the political world. It seems like these politicians, all they can do is lie. They say the one thing one day and a complete thing, opposite thing the next day. It seems like they've got no conscience. The promises they make don't mean a thing. So... Um, very seldom you find an honest politician who says what he means and means what he says. But nevertheless, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth, and he will tell you things to come. So the Holy Spirit has been sent by God to tell us the future, reveal the future, or show us which way to go. That's his purpose. That's why he's here. So if you confess, I believe, I understand God's plan to overcome this challenge, the Holy Spirit will immediately come to your rescue. You're putting up your shield of faith against ignorance, confusion, and uh, a lack of knowing what God wants you to do. And all the lies of a devil, suddenly everything becomes clear, and you know what to do because your shield of faith works for you. All right, John 10, 27. Jesus said, my sheep, Hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. So don't ever say, I don't know what to do. What am I going to do now? Don't say that kind of stuff. Say, I know what to do now, even if you don't, because then you'll start knowing what to do. Because Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Well, you are the sheep of the Lord. And according to him, you hear his voice. If God says, you hear my voice, you can count on it. You do. You might not realize it, but you do. That's all there is to it. If God says, I hear his voice, then I do, whether I think so or not. So I'm going to confess what God says. I hear his voice. I know what to do. Why? Because God must be right. I'm never going to say, well, I'm confused. What am I do now? Jesus said, I know his voice. And I follow him. So I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say, I know what to do now. And, and, I, and I'm following God. Praise the Lord. Jesus is going to sort this out. Amen. So if I hold fast to my confession of faith without wavering, that means I don't change. I don't give up. No matter how long it takes, I'm not going to change my confession I'm going to hold fast to the right confession, which is speaking the Word of God. I'm going to hold fast to it. If I do, I'm coming out. Things are going to change. Everything's going to improve. No matter what I'm facing, I'm going to rise to the top. And so will you. Why? Because the Word of God works. Amen? The Word of God works. God's Word will work in every circumstance. Nothing, say this, nothing, say it, nothing can stop the Word of God from working for me. Again, nothing can stop God's Word from working for me. Good.
Hebrews 10, 23 says, Let us hold fast the confession of our faith without wavering. Let us hold fast the confession of our faith without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. So some translations use faith, some use hope, and according to Greek, you can use either one. So let's hold fast to the confession of our faith without wavering. Hold fast. Why does it say hold fast? Well, because the devil's pulling on the other side. I don't know if you've ever played that little game called tug of war. We used to do it at school. We get two teams on either side of a rope. And then you put a hanky around the center of the rope. And whoever pulls, whichever team pulls the hanky of a certain line becomes the winner of that little contest. Well, the devil's got that contest going with us day and night. He's trying to stop us from holding fast to confessing the Word. He's trying to steal the Word. We're trying to meditate in the Word and speak the Word. He's trying to stop us. So the Bible said, don't stop. Hold fast your confession of faith without wavering. That means keep speaking the Word of God. Don't stop. It's the solution to your problem. It's your shield of faith. It will stop every attack of the devil against your life. It's a 100% guaranteed solution to every problem. Amen? If it's a financial lack, I guarantee you, you will rise to the top and come out of it. Don't give up. I understand God cannot do more for me than my confession of faith allows Him to do. I said that many times in my book on the power of positive words. But it's helped me many times stay on the straight and narrow. Let's say it again today. I understand God cannot do more for me than my confession of faith allows Him to do. When you think about that, Almighty God, as great as He is, can't do more for us than the words of our mouth allow Him to do. So, family of God, I hope that this message has been an encouragement to you and that we will apply it. Let's be doers of the Word, not hearers only. Amen? All right. God bless you. Let's bow our heads and let's make sure all those among us know Jesus and will go to heaven. So, would you bow your heads, close your eyes. If you want to be sure you're going to heaven one day, Please say this little prayer with me. Dear God in heaven, thank you for sending Jesus to die on that cross in my place. As you punish Jesus for my sins so I can be forgiven. Lord Jesus, please forgive me. Come into my heart and save my life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I declare, Jesus, you are the Lord of my life, and I will live for you with all of my heart until I see you face to face on that glorious day. Praise God. If you said that prayer, congratulations, 
and we'll see you in heaven. Praise the Lord. Pastor Bev and I are praying for you continually. We love you with all of our hearts. We long to see you. We trust it will be soon. Amen. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Fulmerantz. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerantz and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com.